This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Hey, friendships. Welcome to What Day Is It, a.k.a. your digital version of Happy Hour. I'm Bailey. And I'm Jackie. And we're here to bring you that perfect balance of juicy pop culture gossip mixed with valuable AF conversations to level up your life. Think of us as your digital BFFs, bringing you 100% realness. Yeah, none of that BS. So get ready to laugh, learn, relate, and celebrate not having it all together. P.S. It's not drinking alone if you're listening to What Day Is It. Uh, if we have any makeup artists who are listening, don't kill me, but using hairspray as face setting spray. What the fuck? <laughs> I will not do that. Your face right now, you're so offended. Th- that just sounds like you're going to get so much acne. Apparently dancers and celebrities do it. It's like one of the best things to do. friendships welcome back it is what day is a podcast i am your solo host for this intro this week jackie and i have just had some insane schedules mercury and retrograde is being a real fucking bitch if i do say so myself also if you are a fan of us personally you've probably also noticed that jackie's instagram is currently down we are trying to get it back so if anybody out there knows any instagram gods please let us know i I'm working hard on my own to try and get it back for her. She's working hard. We're not having such luck right now, and we don't really have answers, so please just keep her Instagram in your prayers. I know it sounds so silly to say, but like for someone, when you're a creator, it's not your identity, but it is your business, and just if you were to one day wake up and your job was suddenly gone, your livelihood it's sad and it's scary. So yeah, just send us all the good vibes. We'll send Jackie all the good vibes, but we're working hard. So I feel like a lot of you were wondering about that. So that is the update there that there isn't really an update. Um, I'll let Jackie talk a little bit more about that next time when we are both back for our intro. But this week on the pod, we are coming to you from New York. I mean, we're not in New York, unfortunately, but this is an episode we recorded when we what? When we were in New York. And this was kind of just honestly a very random, spontaneous episode. Mercury was in retrograde then, and we had to kind of improvise because we had a little bit of a schedule conflict with a guest. And so Jackie and I came up with the concept to do uh, an episode on green flags and red flags. So we shared what we consider some red flags in relationships. We shared what we consider some green flags in, well, not even relationships, just in people, I guess, situations. Not to say that this makes anyone a bad person. It's just what we kind of consider our, our red flags and our green flags. So take that as you will. But anyways, I figured before we dive on into that episode, I am currently packing up my apartment because I'm moving to Calgary for two months and I leave next week. So I came across the cool to connect cards that if you are a friendship who's been listening for a little bit, we used to read these in our intros and kind of answer one of these. So I thought, you know what, since I'm doing a solo intro, why not have some fun? Why not pull out one of these? And for my 
lack of better knowledge. I forgot that there was a spicier deck and a not so spicy deck and I pulled out the spicy deck. So let's just see what we get here, friends. I am going to shuffle these. I don't know if you can hear that. Maybe this is some ASMR. I'm shuffling the deck. This is why I don't do YouTube, you guys. Okay. I am trying to make sure I don't get one that I have done before. I am not answering that on the podcast. Okay. This one says, if you could life swap for one day with one of your friends, who would it be? This is really hard. And I'm honestly not sure. But I am going to pick the answer that came to my mind first. It's not really... Um, a human, it would be Banks. I would just love to live in her brain for a day and see what the life of dog is like and specifically her life, how she feels I treat her, what her point of view is like, what it feels like to live in these four walls from her perspective. And I just really would love to know what it feels like to be Banks for a day. So that is my answer to that question. I'm going to put up on stories who it would be, or maybe on a post and you can tag them um, because you can't do that in stories. But I want to know what your answer to that question would be. I also am going to give you a fuck, Mary kill that I just got in a group chat with Jackie and our friend Allie. And I have a controversial answer to it. So the fuck, Mary kill is pancakes, waffles, or French toast. And I'm just going to read you this group chat. Actually, I'm not even up to date on it. I just gave my answer and then kind of walked away from the group chat, but it's been blowing up. So let's dissect this together. I, so Allie sent fuck, Mary kill, pancakes, waffle, French toast. I said kill all because to be honest, none of those are it for me. Allie sent a very concerned emoji face. And then she said, fine, white wine, red wine, or rosé. Okay. I haven't answered that yet. Okay. Here's Jackie's answer though. She said, Mary pancakes, fuck French toast and kill waffles. Okay. Allie said she agrees. Wow. Okay. Okay. I still say kill them all. I just, breakfast is not my favorite meal. I love breakfast for dinner, but it's got to be savory. It cannot be sweet. So all of those are sweet things. Unless like you're making a sandwich out of waffles, but still waffles are kind of just sweet in general with the dough. So it's not, it's not for me. I'm sorry. I'm sticking true to who I am. But okay. If I had to say, I'm not going to read their answers first to, I don't want to be influenced. White wine, red wine, rosé. This is a tough one. I would definitely say, mm, okay, I'm going to say Mary red wine because that is at my heart, my favorite type of wine. I just love a good red. And I think that that is the best kind of wine that you can get. If you were to travel, there would be the most different types and just red wine speaks to my soul. Then between white wine and rosé. Okay. I'm... I'm going to go with what I, I'm even surprising myself. I would say that I would kill rosé because I feel like there's less varietal. Sometimes it's way too sweet and I feel like I would fuck a good white wine because there is different varietals. I would not be a Riesling, good God, or a Moscato. No, thank you. It would have to be something that is crisper, like a Pinot Grigio, uh, very cold, maybe like some melon notes. I'm really just trying to sound like I know about wine when I don't, but it, if like I could fuck with a good white. Okay. So 
Sorry, Rose, I do love you. This is hard for me. Okay, what were their answers? Jackie said, Mary White Wine, fuck red, kill Rose. Wow, we. Oh, I thought she said kill red for a second. I read that very wrong. And then Allie said, Mary Rose, fuck red, kill white. Wow, we are all on different pages on that one. Okay. I will also put that up on a post. I want to hear your answers. So friendships, I'm going to let you get to the episode. No one wants to hear me talk any longer than they already have. But as always, I'm going to do the outro now. So please, if you can, I mean, you can, you have fingers, I think, I hope. Oh God, I made this weird. Um, Please go leave us a review, rate us five stars, Honestly, we have not gotten a review in a hot minute. I'm pulling it up right now and I'm going to give a shout out to the last person who left us a review, but I do think it was from March. So, oh, it was from May, Manda818. Okay, thank you. You are amazing. I'm going to read this out loud and I'm going to start giving shout outs to people who leave us reviews because you deserve it. You're doing the work of heroes. At least to me, you are. Okay, this is a go-to feel-good pod. This is one of my go-to podcasts for while I'm cleaning or doing errands around the house to keep me entertained. I love the variety of pop culture versus having guests on to talk about specific things. One little tiny thing I noticed in the most recent episode, they said that Maya from Selling Sunset is French. She's actually Israeli. Well, you're educating us. So thank you so much, Amanda. I appreciate that. I didn't know that. I'm going to do my research. Take back what I said. Okay. Now on to the episode. Thank you so much, friendships. Enjoy. All right, friendships, let's get into this. We are doing a really random episode, to be completely honest. Mercury in retrograde is fucking our lives up. Um, we're in New York. We promised you guests. I know. I jinxed it. <laughs> I fully jinxed I mean, it wouldn't be a true Bailey and Jackie trip if there wasn't something that went wrong and unfortunately we don't know what went wrong here but we're podcasting but you know what i would rather this than being detained for being thought of as escorts so yeah this is a step up yeah slowly every day we're we're moving on up also i'm just realizing this is the first time we've podcasted in person in so long oh my god so long this is weird. I, you just made me feel really uncomfortable. I know. I'm making eye contact with you. Stop it. I like it. But yeah, guys, we are here with a solo episode. I did promise guests. They're coming. They are. They are. I mean, we hope. We put deodorant on. We can't be like, you, people can be in a room with us. It's fine. But um, yeah, I mean, I think it just, we had a little miscommunication. What? Miscommunication. Things happen. But we're just, we're going to make the most of it. We're in New York and we are going to do... An episode today on green flags and red flags. And then depending how long that goes, I think we're going to throw in some current obsessions. Yes. And we're talking about green flags, red flags within relationships. We've been doing a lot of chit chat about friendships lately. And we decided to like really focus on relationships today. Also, forewarning, Bailey and I took a red eye last night. Maybe collectively got five hours of sleep together. Wait, we didn't sleep together. (laughs) Got five hours of sleep. I got like three. Bailey got two. So the words aren't going to roll out as smoothly as you'd expect. Jackie and I actually sat on opposite sides of the plane because we are selfish human beings and both wanted window seats and we just didn't want to be near each other. We also sleep on opposite sides. I sleep on the right side. You clearly sleep on the left. Yeah, that's because I have a hip problem. That's a whole other story. 
Anyways, <laughs> let's get into some green flags to kick, or should we do red flags and then like end on a positive note? Start with the toxicness, I think. Okay. All right. Um, okay, so one for me is that they respond with one word texts. Like, oh. yes. This is really funny because Bailey said before, we haven't looked at each other's list, FYI. And so Bailey's are going to be very, like, dating, and mine are definitely going to be more, like, long-term relationship yeah. red flags. So this is really funny. I wasn't expecting that. But I just, I don't know. To me, like, right off the bat, and maybe I also said to Jackie, I'm like, this isn't the ick, but I guess maybe it also does give me the ick a bit. But it's to me, it's a red flag because I feel like that someone, for me, I look for like banter and Mm -hmm. communication and someone who especially in the beginning like if you're just gonna be like okay yes yeah cool yeah nice like i i need something that i can go off of and someone who is just gonna give those one word responses doesn't really have that like same i don't know level of communication that i'm looking for i guess okay but what if they're a bad texter still what if they hate texting they barely do i want to always I'm going to have to text this person if I'm dating them yeah, often. You you like texting. I do too. If I was dating someone, I would want them to text me all the time. Some people just absolutely don't text. So are you saying it's a deal breaker for you if someone's not a texter? It's not a deal breaker. It's a red flag because I, if I communicated it and said, hey, like this makes me think something's wrong or this makes me feel like we don't have communication that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And then if they were open to hearing that and like working through it, it wouldn't be a deal breaker, but if they continued that, then red flag. Okay, so what about two words? <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, thank you. you need, I, I need. I need a sentence. You need something to respond back to. Yes, or I don't think every response has to create or continue the conversation, but I do think that there needs to be like an acknowledgement of something being said. And I don't think that you can always do that consistent. I'm not saying that they can never send a one word text Mm -hmm. or a two word text, but if that's like consistently the vibe. Yeah. Red flag. Fair enough. I think you just need someone who can text and is not like a, what is above your generation? Baby boomers. And I feel like that's too old. Isn't my mom a boomer? I think it, and then it goes to millennial. Okay. You need like a happy medium. Because you're kind of a two-word, one-word texter, so... Not every time. Often. And no. then you say, like when Bailey asks me for something and I respond, she responds T-Y. Okay, you know, we're Thank not talking you. about my red flags she doesn't even and my res- toxic traits. She doesn't even respond two words. It's two letters. T-Y. Because I'm lazy. Red flag. <laughs> Okay, one of my red flags is they refuse slash don't think they need therapy. I feel Mm. like that is so ridiculous and so silly. It's just such a, I think, and you know what? I think female and males are both guilty of this and non-binary. Sorry, I should make sure I include that. But um, people who think that they can't be working on themselves or dealing with their child trauma, maybe they don't have trauma, but just something that happened within their life just blows my mind, so... What if you learn that kind of like stems from how they were raised? Well, there you go. You should be going to therapy, no? <laughs> well, look at Teresa. Here's the thing. If there was like full healthy communication going on, minor inconveniences in the relationship, 
we don't fight a lot. Nothing's really going on. Conflict is at minimum. Fair enough. I wouldn't be like, you need to go to therapy. But if there's, you know, barriers within the relationship, then absolutely, like, you have to go. For, no, for sure. I'm a huge therapy, therapy supporter. I was Advocate? Say, yeah. I don't know. Words are really hard to Dave. Um, it, that definitely, I think, is a red flag in any person, for sure. Yes. I get, I get some people being hesitant to it, but not that, like, full-on mental block of, like, absolutely just not even having a conversation about it. Because I do feel like there's people who just shut it. They hear the word therapy and they're like, nope. Yeah, they're like, you. why do I don't need it? And it's yeah. like, wait, but you haven't even tried. You don't mm-hmm. even know. You might have trauma you don't even know about that you need to go to therapy about. Yeah. So, red flag. We all have trauma. We all need therapy. Um. Okay. Talks, but never... Sorry. I feel like yours are very specific. No, why? I don't know. Just wait. Okay. I said the word talks. (laughs) We'll see. Let's see what you say. Someone who you have a lot of conversation with back and forth, but they never make, take the initiative to make plans. They just kind of are comfortable talking to you, but Mm -hmm. they never actually set a plan or they'll say like, let's. I don't know, like, we should hang out, but then never actually go as far as, like, setting a date or asking what you're doing this weekend or things like that. I think, for me, that's a big red flag because someone, if they are interested in you, genuinely would make the initiative to plan something. So if they're kind of alluding to it but then never actually following through, I think that's a red flag. I agree with that. I definitely do this in friendships. Because I'm too scared to hurt someone's feelings. I think that's different, Wait, what do you... Oh, okay, like new friendships? Mm, yeah. Yeah, like sometimes... I right. think that's... I, yeah, a lot of people... I guess that's true. I guess it works with both. But yeah, there's that classic, let's go to coffee. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah. <laughs> no one actually... Because like, what calls. are you supposed to say? I actually don't want to go to coffee with you ever. I'm so sorry. Just don't say let's go to coffee. Just say it was nice to see you. Like the message? What if they just randomly message you and they're like, hey, like, let's go for coffee sometime soon. Okay, then my response would be, hey, my schedule's kind of crazy right now. Lies. Well, no. Okay. Our schedules are always crazy. Yeah. Or say something that's not a lie. Just say something that is taking up that's a priority in your life at that time. Just say, hey, I have a lot of things coming up with my family or I have a lot of commitments this week already. Like, let's maybe touch base down the road if you want if yes. you want to or just end on saying I don't think I can right now fair not saying you don't want to just saying I don't think I can commit to that right now it sounds so easy coming out of your mouth but the cancer <laughs> in me can't spit those yeah, words yeah, out yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel way too bad I know I feel like I'm rejecting someone that made that extended an olive branch and it hurts my soul but I just it is hard and I also say that and then I panic in mm-hmm. the moment Especially if it's in person. Yes. I'm like, yeah, we should do that. Yeah. And then you walk away and you're like, I'm never going to hang out with them. No. Is this like an unspoken, very common thing that people do? Absolutely. And I think especially with friends who are just kind of like acquaintances or mm-hmm. like mutual friends or ones that you've had, you haven't seen in a long time. Because I think, again, I'm not saying that it's as much as a red flag with friendships because I think that friendships ebb and flow a lot and you do keep in touch with those people. But when you're dating or in relationships, there's kind of more like... You're looking to find a person and if they're talking to you like they're trying to like date you and they're not putting that action forward. Yeah. Then it's like, what's the point? Like you don't want to see them again 
just mm-hmm. casually. You know what I mean? Yes, 100%. So. Okay. One of my red flags is, and this is not just pertaining to, like, relationships I've been. This is just things I've observed in my friends' relationships and everything. When the partner gets upset about their partner talking to the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's so silly. Um, we can have friends that are opposite sexes. We can hang out with them. It doesn't mean anything. And I don't think it should be a thing. Obviously, there's lines that can be crossed. If someone's uncomfortable, you can communicate it and there can be boundaries set. But For sure. Boys, girls, non-binary can all be friends and it not have to mean that they're going to have sex secretly one day down the line. Yeah, I think that also goes back to therapy because you probably need it if you have that much insecurity around it. Yes. But yeah. Um, Okay, that kind of plays off to one of mine because it has to do with friends. They can't interact in a group setting. They're always like clinging to you or need that kind of like codependency in a social setting. I totally get social anxiety. I totally get being uncomfortable or on the flip side, they like never want to go out or don't want you going out. But I think for me, if someone can't hold their own in a social setting or doesn't want to like have their own conversations with my friends, that's a big red flag. 100%. I've been in situations where my friends bring in new partners into the picture and they full on look at me in the middle of the party and say, I am ditching them and they need to fend for themselves. <laughs> and this is sink or swim. If they don't, totally. then I'm not into them anymore. And it's so true. Like if you're listening to this, it's really important that if you're at a party with a new partner that you make an effort. It's not just a red flag, it's a turn off. It's, like, a, it's a mix. Yeah. Because I think if someone... The reason I say it's a red flag and maybe it's not a toxic thing, it's just that um, it it's not going to be like a long term thing. Like if you're someone who's social and has lots of friends and likes to go out and be in group settings, like you want someone who can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the first time you can baby them a little bit for sure. Um, but I think after that, they kind of gotta make their own way in the group and figure it out. Yeah. Okay, again, mine is relationship-based, like long-term relationship-based, but gets defensive when you express your feelings. And I think I'm like, mm. I'm going to make a clear definitive like line here that it's not being accusatory when you're just saying, I feel like, and then they automatically go into defense mode. I feel like that is a huge red flag to me. If you can't even communicate how you feel in a calm, respectful manner, then you, you need to go to therapy together. Yes. Because a relationship is doomed. Yeah, because how else are you supposed to work through any single thing? Mm -hmm. Another thing I'm going to add on to that is going to therapy. This is a red flag. Going to therapy and then not actively doing the things that you've worked on in therapy in real life is a huge red flag for me. Yeah, then it's just appeasing someone, likely just like physically putting your body into therapy, but you're not, you might as well not be there. Yeah, like if you don't, if you forget about what you talked about or what you learned, like write it down. Like you're putting time into, bettering yourself and your relationship so you might as well put the effort into remembering that you're spending money on it if you don't actually do that it's a waste of both of your times yeah and i feel like if they're not remembering they're probably not present in the therapy session because i mean obviously you're not going to remember verbatim what your therapist Mm -hmm. tells you but it's big deep conversations you're going to remember the common theme yeah so i think that in itself if you're not remembering is red yeah um Okay, this is more actually a relationship one, but I do, I, I've seen a lot of my friends do it and I've, it's just always been a red flag to me 
is the constant need to check each other's phones. Mm. I just feel like if you have that in your relationship, that fear or that question, there's something else underlying there yeah. that needs to be addressed. I know. I have friends who do that. I'm trying to think if I honestly have done that in any past relationships. Maybe when I was younger. But that's yeah. because, like, my partner at the time did it to me, which is not an excuse at all. I don't do it anymore. It is so unhealthy because if you have to look for something, then I think that you... Well, you already have the feeling that you need to look for something. There's already cracks in the relationship. Do you have friends? I don't want to expose them, but like actively go through their partner's phone all the time. And do they tell them? Uh, Not like my current friend circle. I feel like my current friend circle is very mature and healthy. But I, over the past, like have had friends who've been very toxic in relationships and kind of it's insecurities like in jealousy that comes out and or obviously like suspicions. And it's the worst because... They usually, like, they find something mm-hmm. and then they don't do anything about it because they don't want to admit that they went through the phone or they do something about it and then go through the phone again a few months later and find something again. It's just a never-ending cycle. Yep, not good. Not good. Oh, I'm out of red flags. Okay, I'll give one more. Over-complimenting. I think that someone who is constantly, and it, I mean, for it's called love bombing, but... I just think if they are constantly trying to build you up and never being, not that they need to like tear you down, but I just think if it's every single second, every single hour of the day, they're trying to like compliment you. I just think that's a red flag because I think that's grooming in a way. So just, I know it feels good, but it's love bombing. Yeah. Yeah. It's manipulation for sure. I mean, look at Teresa Judas. Oh, another red flag, obviously, is like um, getting a little bit jealous of you hanging out with your friends without them. Mm-hmm. This is something I dealt with when I was a lot younger, but it still happens a lot in my current age with the relationships I see around me where my friends or like their partners get mad at them for hanging out with their friend group instead of them. And actually, like, you can't. Why would you? Why would totally. You? And I get that if they're. If you're never making time for your partner, which I don't think is the case no. often, because otherwise, why do you have your partner? But uh, yeah, if, on that scale, like what you're talking about, definitely a red flag. Isn't it so attractive, though? Like if you're dating someone and they have plans with other people and they're out yes. doing their own thing, like you miss them and you're like kind it's of called like independence. Yeah. And it's attractive. So, yes. Okay, let's go to some green flags, but I don't have many. <laughs> I know. Maybe they were making these lists and we were like typing and she was like, I have a lot of red flags, not a lot of green flags. Okay, green flag number one goes to therapy. <laughs> I think Jackie has a theme here. Yeah, well, <laughs> everyone needs therapy. I agree. Um, this could go either way, actually, now that I'm going to say it out loud, but has a a healthy, I'll, that's the word I'll use, a healthy relationship with their parents. Isn't codependent, but I think someone who has like a good relationship with their parents where they're connected to them, I think that that is a green flag to me. Or family in general, like obviously. Yeah, some, sorry, it doesn't have to be parents, but yeah. just like, or some ultimate like support group or circle. Yes, yes, I agree. Um because if they don't have a good relationship, well, but that's so hard because so many people have troubled family. So yeah, it can be. That's why, yeah, I agree. Support circle. Like it could be a close friend, but like, I just think it shows that's, I mean, I say parents because I just think that it 
family goes through a lot and sometimes you can like work through that and it shows that you like have that foundation but again obviously everybody has different family settings so yeah i guess maybe could be grandma, maybe I'll to that one could be grandma could be sister it could be chosen oh, yeah. sister brother totally like, yeah okay so a green flag for me is they're good at saving money because mm. i'm not <laughs> <laughs> so you're the red flag yeah i can be um i don't know i just think it's attractive if they you know are on top of their finances yeah but not frugal no we don't like someone who is wise with their money yeah perfect balance of like good at saving but also can go out for a nice dinner and drop a couple hundred dollars and not be stressing about it yeah uh okay my next one is a sense of adventure i like Mm -hmm. someone who is wants to experience life yes. and like isn't complacent or maybe ambition adventure ambition like same the same they're obviously different words but i think those two things for me if someone's sitting at home playing video games every single day and is content with that that is a red flag to me because mm-hmm. where where are they going to be in 20 years i know i actually used to date someone who said they never wanted to travel no i know and it just, like, really turned me off because I'm like, wait, you don't want to see Europe? I just don't understand that mindset. This is a whole other tangent I could go into about, like, virtual reality and video games and people becoming, like, comfortable living their life on their couch. But is this a red flag for you, video games? Yeah, actually, maybe. Okay, but A healthy relationship with video games is fine. Okay, so here's the thing. I've had this conversation with a few people. Can we compare it to our addiction to reality TV? Maybe, but I. <sighs> we watch a lot of hours of it. We do uh, for sure. I just where it gets me is like I have no problem. If someone wants to play video games. Like I agree. Like our reality TV to me is like an outlet and a way for me to kind mm-hmm. of escape my busy, chaotic, active brain. But the way video game and that world is going, like we're not going to immerse ourselves and be sitting in a, and get complacent sitting every single day on our couch considering that our human interaction by watching reality tv where we're gonna start i'm just kidding <laughs> Jack and like, so we're gonna be housewives you're gonna see us <laughs> but really we're just sitting at home um but that's where video games are going is that you'll be able to travel the world and sit on your couch and say you went to japan like that freaks me out what do you mean See, this is our conversations. But honestly, this I don't know the ins and outs, but there's they say that that's what AI and virtual reality is going to be. Like, you're going to... Sorry, maybe not AI. I could have that wrong. But, like, the virtual reality goggles, you'll sit there and you can literally go and, like, in real life, go experience what Japan is on that day. Oh, you're saying, like, not even leave your couch. Yeah, like, you're sitting at home. Right. You're not traveling the world. You're not getting on a plane. You're sitting in your living room. But you can go experience... Anywhere in the world, Australia, mm-hmm. um, Toronto. Like I don't know why I said Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> so so cultural. Big Canadians um, <laughs> over here. <laughs> but you could go in that moment, in that day, and see like Times Square and what's happening. They actually say I can't remember where I heard this. I need to. I'll try and do my work and figure out where I saw it. But they say that eventually you'll be able to like have virtual sex with someone and have like a full orgasm like that's how fucked up and weird it is to me is that we're just people are going to become so anti-social because that's going to mm-hmm. be their socializing yeah and it's just weird you know what it's though it sounds cool because for the people who can't necessarily afford travel that's a really cool option for them 
For sure. But it is going to become such a toxic crutch for so many people, I think. And because I feel like with social media and our phones, we already become so disconnected. Mm -hmm. Whereas now it's going to take away that actual like last bit where we go out to dinner with friends or we Mm -hmm. see people in person and I don't know. Yeah. No, totally. I hear you. So yeah, virtual reality, red flag. Healthy balance (laughs) of video games, healthy balance of reality TV is important. Mm -hmm. Do I have a healthy balance of reality TV? No. I, mm, I think I do because I multitask while I watch it. So it's not like I'm just sitting there for eight hours a day doing nothing. But would you if you could? No, because I mentally, I can't. What if you were making enough money? No, I honestly, honestly, uh, I, I would. Could, I no. would. I could probably do a couple hours at a time, but mm-hmm. then I would, my back would hurt sitting on the couch. <laughs> oh my gosh, I had a really good green flag. What was it? Hopefully it comes back to me. But one of mine was they have to have dreams, and I feel like they can be. Not like sleeping. Dreams. Oh, that's where my head went. Okay, no. I was like, what? so ambition, like, like drive, goals, okay, like yes. dreams. Okay. And I, I feel like they can be outrageous, even if they're never gonna get done. I feel like it's good to have those, or else you become totally. And I'm gonna play off this. Yeah. It has to love what they do. Yeah, they could literally be a garbage truck driver, but if they were so passionate about it and loved it, that is a green flag. 100. Because they wake up happy every day. They're fulfilled. So I absolutely agree. What was your one before about video games? I, it was such a good one that I that came to me. And I'm so sad. Um, video games, travel. Oh, oh, um, sense of adventure and ambition. Yeah, I think I was like thinking about my past relationships, to be honest. But just they have to have a really kind heart to. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Certain. Minorities. And just understand that world. And if, you know what, I understand it can be difficult to tackle and wrap your head around sometimes, but as long as they're open to learning more, then for that's sure. a green flag for me. If they're really closed-minded and they just kind of go with what's easy and what they are nor- they're, they were raised to think and what they were taught to believe versus like challenging that and learning new things, then... Agreed. I think that goes with like personal growth, someone who's committed to their personal growth and uh, yeah... Because I, I don't know. Otherwise, you're just, ah, I don't, I don't want I don't ever want to. I don't want someone to think the exact same way as me, but I want to be able to no. sit and have a conversation with them and pick their brain and be like, well, why do you think that way? Could it be that you're looking at it Totally, or be open to having conversation about something because some people aren't like, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. And they're just shut right. you down. Yeah. Like to have a conversation to bounce ideas back doesn't mean they have to change their mind, but to be like, I think the most underrated sentence a lot of people don't say is, wow, I didn't see it from that perspective. Yeah. Yes, 100%. You don't have to say, yeah, you're right every time. Or, yeah. Like, yeah, you don't have to agree with me every time. Maybe think on it for like a year and then circle back and be like, hey, remember that time we had that conversation? I actually see it differently now. Totally. Growth people. Okay, this is the last green flag I have, but it can be present, can be present in a moment. So puts their phone down sometimes like when you go to dinner or like in a conversation if you need to talk is not always like in a work mindset or just thinking ahead like they can actually be in the moment and enjoy it yeah i agree with that there's nothing else to add to that okay wow look at us 
Look at us. We're healthy queens. Are we? No. I'm sure I have so many red flags myself. Oh, I have so many. You told me I'm a two-word texter, so cool. T, two letter, not two And you words. said you're bad with um, finances, so. I'm working on it. It was a 2022 <laughs> goal, you guys, and you know what? We're happy. happy. I've been traveling a lot. <laughs> but, you know, green flag is my adventure. Uh, yeah, adventure. There you go. <laughs> All right, let's do some current obsessions to round this out. Okay, I'm going to go first. Cut. I'm so excited to share this one because I'm so proud of you quickies. Oh, thanks. That was mine too. I'm so obsessed <laughs> with them. Um, I can't stop wearing them. They're so cute. They're so easy. I had a conversation with Bailey about it literally today being like they're so user friendly. I feel like people kind of think that it's such a daunting task to do your nails, but it's actually like once you do it, you realize how easy and convenient and mm-hmm. how good they look. I'm obsessed. Why I can't go back. No, I can't go back either. I will never get acrylics again. Yeah. It's funny because I get so many compliments when I'm wearing new styles. Like when we were checking into the hotel today, the receptionist was complimenting me and I'm like, oh, they're press-ons. And she's like, you never tell me. They look like they look so real. And then I go really awkwardly quiet because I'm like, I'm not going to say that it's my brand. You should. You should no, have- I know. But I get, I need to have – the thing is if I had like a card right. or something, I absolutely would hand it out. Like when we – when we it's, – it's me. Um, <laughs> when I was in Kelowna doing the video – I went and got a coffee on my way out of town and the girl complimented my manicure and I was like, oh, they're press-on. She's like, what? Like, I need to try press-ons. I've never tried them. She's like, where do you get them? I was like, well, it's actually like why I'm up here. I'm doing a video. Um, and I had mine in the car, like the whole stack from the shoot. So I gave her a set. Oh, that's nice. So like in that instance where like I have something to offer, I have no problem. But like, I don't want to just be like, thanks, it's my brand. No, but you know what? <laughs> Remember how we used to, you know, we should actually start doing this again. Bailey and I made cards, cards. Uh, little cards at the beginning of our podcast. We'd leave them in like billfolds when we go to restaurants and stuff. Mm-hmm. And when I used to serve, I would leave them with my customers. It was a little hurtful because sometimes they'd still be in the billfold after they left. <laughs> but you, you should have those. And then like have a little code on it. So that they can like shop it. Or yeah, I love guerrilla marketing like that. So I do think. But thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm proud thank of you. you. My obsession right now is drink poppy. Mm-hmm. Have you tried it? Yes, you have. You I haven't? bought one in LA when I was hungry. Oh, and then left you left it, it there. The ah. Okay, so I've been ordering these because we're in Canada. Not a lot of places sell them. For the longest time, nowhere sold them. So I was ordering off of this website. I don't know how you say it, Natura Fair. So N-A-T-U-R-A-F-A-R-E dot C-A. And I would just like order them so that I had them in my fridge. Because I don't love bubbly water at all. I really don't like carbonated things. But I, for some reason, I love this. And I do actually notice that it does help my digestion if I'm having them somewhat frequently. Like I don't have them every day, but I have like maybe three a week. Mm. And they came out with like nostalgia flavors. Mm-hmm. I saw that. So good. So I tried the cola and it tastes exactly like um, Coca-Cola, but the ingredients, it's like apple juice, orange juice, apple cider vinegar. Obviously there's some cane sugar in it. Um, Sparkling water. I'm like, how the hell did you make this taste like cola? Right. With these ingredients. I know. I don't know why. Well, I guess you can get them in Canada at select retailers. Yeah. So friendships, if you are local to where Jackie and I live in BC, um, juice truck sells them and Pinkavo. Yeah. So run. that's all the buzz. Um, but the I have to say the Doc Pop, there's a Dr. Pepper one. Mm-hmm. Really good. I'm going to come over and steal one. Maybe they have them here in New York. Maybe oh, 100% they will. I want one. Okay, we'll go find some. I've been dying to try one for so long. <laughs> okay, one of my current obsessions right now is when I go out for girls' nights, when I'm on trips, 
when I'm drinking with friends is taking an absurd amount of photos and videos. And then the next day, just going through them and laughing like candids, flash on, in your face, zoom in, stupid videos, leave it filming for five minutes and do some stupid shit. And just having those memories forever are the best. I do love those. I sometimes get overwhelmed though because my camera roll is like a little too intense for my liking that's your type a 100 percent. but then i do really enjoy going through those memories i think i honestly do that more on snapchat and i save it to my snapchat and then i look through yeah i don't know same idea though because it saves in like portions that is that is true yeah no it does like it it's like instagram where it saves in portions but not if if you um, it does we're gonna test this through um Okay, this one is a little niche. It is, for anybody who is ever a dancer, it is the dancer playlist of music that just speaks to my heart. I recently rediscovered this about a month ago with my friend Allie. Shout out. She's been a What Days a listener forever. And we were getting ready in the bathroom and unlocked a core memory and just started listening to like Missy Elliott past that Dutch. Like, Timbaland Bounce, Janet Jackson, Don't Stop, um, all the like center stage, center stage songs. It just takes me back and puts me into like a whole different element. But you are glazing over <laughs> as I'm talking about this. I understand. I said it was niche, but it's a vibe. So to anybody who's a dancer and was born in like the early 90s, I'm sure you know all the songs I'm talking about. Do you? Did you watch the movie Honey when you were a kid? Oh, obsessed. It was so good. So and good. they have it on Hey You right now. And I haven't. I want to save it for like a rainy Sunday day yeah. when I can just like watch it in bed. But it was such a good movie. I'm going to link it on stories, you guys. If you haven't watched it, I wanted to be Jessica Alba in that movie oh, so, so bad. I. And I think it was like nine. That was like her. That movie was my inspiration for life at the time because I wanted to be a backup dancer so bad. But different clearly Bailey, never Different Bailey that I don't know. Okay, my current obsession, it has been for a little bit now, but I can't stop, won't stop, even though I keep trying to stop and I need to stop. Extra dirty vodka martinis, specifically Belvedere. That's dangerous. It's dangerous, but they're so tasty. It doesn't do shots, but does extra dirty Okay, first of all, I love the way it looks. I do. Oh, I don't blame you. Yeah, it's classy. It's chic. The olives. I mean, I love olives. But I do really like the way it tastes. And a thing that I do typically is like say I order a margarita or like a whiskey sour. I always chug it. And so I like to get a martini because I'm forced to sip it because it's not a chugging drink. I mean, I've seen you chug one. Have you? Yeah, you and Claudia. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Yeah, I can't stop, won't stop. I just, I'm obsessed with them right now. It has to be extra dirty. Uh, that's it, fair, yeah. And it cannot be anything other than either Belvedere or Grey Goose. Like, I'm not doing a Smirnoff martini. Ew. I know. I did it one time. I mean, I don't want... I, I did it one time when I was trying to be frugal at Earl's. Worst <laughs> decision. My life. I woke up so hungover the next Ew. day. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, okay, I will give one more because we should probably round this out, but I'm really into graphic designing right now. I've obviously always been into it. It's my job, but I've just really been on a roll with it. I've been designing lots for quickies. I've had some like other really fun projects. Share it. Don't be, (laughs) don't be mysterious. Um, Plug yourself. Give yourself a pat on the back. Did a fun little graphic design 
package for Sports Illustrated. Fucking casual. <laughs> yeah, very exciting. Dream client for sure. But I think it just kind of like re-sparked, like having quickies and that project come into my life really like re-sparked my passion for graphic design. And I, I do it literally every single week, but... I've tried some new things and like learned a little bit more and like done some more tutorials for myself. So yeah, I've been like obsessed with kind of creating. It's always nice when you're on a roll. Yeah. Cause sometimes, well, at least for me, like I just, it doesn't always flow to the fingertips for me. Like it is for you when it comes to video editing. It's like you have, it's, it's not as easy for me. So when you're on a roll and it's just coming out, you have to really capitalize. Or when you get like something new, cause when you, and this isn't to say like, I love my clients and I know you love your clients too. But I think when you, there's different things you're always creating, but it's like the same branding and it's the same kind of vibe. It just sometimes to have something fresh come mm-hmm. in does like make it a little bit extra exciting because you just kind of get to see something different or like try some, a totally different new take on and like challenge yourself in a yeah. way almost. So. And like that feeling of when something just clicks and it yeah. instantly looks different in your eyes, you can literally feel it and see it is the best feeling ever. Yeah. Okay, last one from me. I'm trying to choose between these two. Okay. It's a little bit controversial. Uh, if we have any makeup artists who are listening, don't kill me. But using hairspray as face setting spray. What the fuck? <laughs> I will not do that. Your face right now, you're so offended. That just sounds like you're going to get so much acne. Apparently dancers and celebrities do it. It's like one of the best things to do. i tell you, I was a dancer for years. I never did it. And so I've been using, I bought setting spray. It was shit. I bought the Morphe one. It didn't spray properly at all. And so I've been left not having. So a question. Yes. Why did you use my iconic London setting spray today and not your Tresemme hairspray? I used it after. Ew. I know. It stinks. I did. I did. I know it does stink. I used Bailey setting spray first and then hairspray after. Does your face not feel sticky or crunchy or no, crispy? No, it actually makes your makeup last all day. Uh, I just think. Mm. I know. That's why I say it's controversial. Who did you learn this from? TikTok? Um, honestly, I've known about it for years. Like when I first started doing makeup, I, I knew it was like an alternative to a setting spray, but you're really not supposed to do it unless it's like a really big night. And then lately I did see one TikTok and it said, can't stop, won't stop using hairspray as setting spray. And since then I'm like, wait, if this girl does it, I'm going to start doing it again. Did you ever try that tip or trick Bella Hadid does where she dunks her fully done no. face into ice cold water i just feel like that wouldn't work same yeah i just feel like something would run like right away i feel like you maybe you could do it before mascara but like i know i don't get it and then like lashes and i'm gonna stick to my trust in me i'm gonna stick to my normal setting spray i actually use dove and it smells good but dove does smell good there's just like a rumor that setting spray isn't actually a thing so if you don't have setting spray one night you're going out for a night out try my hairspray trick and thank me later don't do it bailey's shaking her head but i honestly i'm gonna place a bet and maybe like a couple months she's gonna try it once oh i'm not i don't i probably will try it just to like understand but i don't i just don't think that consistently using that every day can be good for your skin i'm like once in a while for a night out maybe do you think makeup is good for your skin every day no (laughs) but why do i want to add sticky ass hairspray to that (laughs) i mean it's sitting on top of your makeup it's not actually penetrating your face okay dermatologist jackie i am I am. <laughs> All right, friendships. <laughs> On that note, what an episode. 
we're going to go get some kind of a cocktail. I'm going to go make Jackie chug one of her dirty martinis. No, what the fuck? <laughs> no, I'm not. And then I'm going to watch your hairspray her face. So <laughs> thank you for listening. You know the drill. Please rate us five stars. Leave us a review and subscribe. Follow. Do all the good stuff. Yeah, friendships. And don't forget to shop our merch. Whatdaysofpodcast.com. Honestly, quick story. Bailey <laughs> told me to bring a piece of merch to New York. And when I tell you guys that I sacrificed packing other things in my suitcase and wore this sweatshirt because I was scared she was going to be mad at me if I didn't bring a piece of merch instead of wearing a matching sweatsuit and I show up to the airport and this bitch tells me she didn't even bring a what day is it merch. The best part too is she was so distraught at this point in the night because she had just walked like down to the very end of the terminal was sweating walked past where I was sitting comes up first thing she mentions is this I was sweating from the sweater. I know and then I I realized I wasn't intentional I didn't like actually be like i'm gonna forego the sweater yeah you were it like was, i'm probably gonna tell jackie i forgot the sweater <laughs> i didn't have room in my busted ass suitcase that was busting at the seams <laughs> i would have worn it but i genuinely meant to put it there and i completely forgot anyways the shop our best-selling merch <laughs> it's currently the i hate it here rainbow repeat hoodie and it is fired so you'll comfy. see about 29 yeah. new york photos because it's the only piece of merch we have and it'll all be me wearing them because I'm not sharing that. So it's fine. You. I don't want your sweaty sweater. <laughs> Use the code WDII for 20% off. It is a special code for you guys. Okay, we will see you next. What day is it Wednesday? Toodaloo. Toodaloo.